Alhamdulillahi wa kafa. Wa salamun ala ibadihi al-lazeen astafa amma ba'd. Fa'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman al-Rahim. Fa'inni kareeb. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma salli ala sayyiduna Muhammad. Wa ala ala sayyiduna Muhammad. Wa barik wa salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Quran, He gave us a tremendous gift. He announced to us, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That I am intimately near to you. Allah Ta'ala didn't have to do this. He is our Khalik, our Malik. He could have said, I created you. I put you on earth. I sent you Quran. I sent you Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now you have Hidayah. Now I deal with you on the Day of Judgment. That also would have been Adil. That would have also been fair. Allah Ta'ala said, no. Yes, I have done all that. But you're not alone. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, huwa ma'akum ayna ma'kuntum. That you are always in the company of Allah, and Allah Ta'ala is always your companion. Allahu Akbar. Now if you have ever traveled in this world, you will see that one thing is to make a journey alone, and one thing is to have a companion. You will see it's a world of a difference. So can you imagine Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, who has given us the gift of His ma'iyyat, that He is our companion in this world, that He is our companion in hayat dunya his ma'iyat, his qurb, his aqrabiyya, nahnu aqrabu, it means Allah Ta'ala says, I'm nearmost to you. I'm your companion, I'm near to you, I'm nearmost to you. So we were supposed to make it two ways, that Ya Allah, okay, I also feel all the time that I'm in your company. I also make myself qareeb to you, your hukam, your command, your will, your wish, your rada, your pleasure. You said you were aqrib to me, no, I will be aqrib to deen, I will be aqrib to sunnah, I will be aqrib to taqwa, I will be aqrib to your rada. So actually all of deen is to make this one-way love, Allah Ta'ala has for us to make it two-way. To become the true, loyal, loving, obedient, servant and slave and lover of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala who already loves us. Many people, they think that becoming the mahboob of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is the intiha, is the end of deen. Being the mahboob of Allah Ta'ala is the beginning of deen. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, يُحِبُّهُمْ وَيُحِبُّونَهُ يُحِبُّهُمْ Allah Ta'ala loves them. Or you hibbunuhu and they love Allah. Allah Akbar. Allah Ta'ala could have said, you hibbunuhu, you hibbum, that they love Allah and Allah loves them. He said, no. When it comes to work, you will do work first. You will strive in our path, we will send hidayah to you. You will make zikr of me, Allah says, I will make zikr of you. You will be pleased with me, then Allah will be pleased with you. But when it came to love, Allah Ta'ala changed the order in Qur'an. Here when he wanted to mention his love, he said, Allah loves them first, and they love Allah second. Allah Akbar Kabira. Means just by, and it's so simple to understand, do you think we would have this iman if we were not mahboob of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is it not this, this itself the greatest act of love that Allah ta'ala gave us iman? Who are me and you to get this iman? What did we do to earn this iman? We are not mustahik of this iman. Just gracing us, this is called tawfiq, his fazl, karam, his inaya. Just gifting us this iman is a proof that Allah ta'ala loves us. And Allah Ta'ala said exactly that in Qur'an, Allahu amanu. Allah Ta'ala is the wali of those who believe. Now you will see in so many places in Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala says, 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 Allah
مگر جب اللہ تعالیٰ اپنے دوستی کا تذکرہ اپنے محمد کا تذکرہ فرمانا چاہے تو عمل کا شرط چھوڑ دیا اللہ تعالیٰ In fact, immediately after Allah Ta'ala made it clear, they're not doing amal salihat, they're doing dhulamat. وَيُخْرِجُهُمْ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ Allah Ta'ala takes them out from dhulamat. They're in darkness, but they have iman. They're in sin, but they have iman. They're in depression, but they have iman. They're lazy, but they have iman. They're astray, but they have iman. اللَّهُ وَلِيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Allah Ta'ala is their wali. يُخْرِجُهُمْ Allah Ta'ala will take them out. مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ Plural into so many darknesses. إِلَى النُّورِ Into the nur. of his hidayah, the nur of taqwa, the nur of his muhabba, the nur of his kubuliyah. Allah Akbar. Just on Allah dina amanu. Hmm? You know what incredible fuzzle it is that we have this iman. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, مَن يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِ قَلْبَهُ That whomsoever has iman in Allah, Allah Ta'ala himself directly, personally sends hidayah onto their kalb. Direct. Hmm? Al-Hadi. Allah Ta'ala is always sending hidayah. Meaning you don't realize this. We don't really understand Qur'an. You have to literally, it literally means every single second that you have iman, even if you have one faint drop of iman, Allah Ta'ala is always sending His hidayah on our heart. All the time. 24 hours. All the time. Just like today they have the signal Right now in this room, cell phone signals there all the time. So many radio and channels and signals are there in the air. The waves are there all the time. So it's easy to understand. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala sends the waves of His hidayah onto the spiritual heart of a person. Here also Allah Ta'ala didn't make any other condition. Allah Ta'ala said, Just the head iman, that's it. Allah Ta'ala sends hidayah in their heart. Hmm? This is also a type of zikr. You should just walk around all the time trying to remember this. Remind your heart about Allah Ta'ala. Remind your heart that Allah Ta'ala is sending hidayah in my heart. Put the receiver on. The transmitter is always on. Put the receiver on. Keep it on. Feel this hidayah. It's coming all the time. وَكَانَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَحِيمًا Allah Ta'ala's rahmah is coming all the time. Allah Ta'ala's fazl karam is coming all the time on every single heart. On every single heart. You know, literally you can imagine like people have those red laser lights and they have targeted laser light like heat seeking. Just imagine one big and just imagine on every kalb of everyone in this masjid right now a light is coming. That's exactly what's happening. Every single one of us get this nur of hidayah all the time. Now can you imagine after all of that still a person says, I don't feel kareeb to Allah Ta'ala. I feel baid, I feel distant from Allah SWT. They have a saying in English, that if ever you feel distant from another party in any relationship, there's only one of two possibilities. Either that party pulled back from you, or you pulled back from them. Allah Ta'ala said, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ He made it clear, Oh my believers, I will never pull back from you. So it means if we ever feel distant from Allah SWT, it's because we pulled back from Him. Yes, <laughs> either we pull back through sin or we pull back through ghafla. 
Either we pulled back to, through sin, or we pulled back through ghafla. Allah Ta'ala tried to send us hidayah. Leave all the sins that you do. Outward sin, inward sin. Stop doing sin. Stop desiring sin. Stop wanting sin. Stop being tempted by sin. Stop being attracted to sin. Then Allah Ta'ala also told us to stay away from ghafla. That don't you dare ever let yourself become amongst those people who forget Allah Ta'ala who neglect Allah Ta'ala, who even spend one second of their life empty of zikr. وَلَّا تَكُمْ مِنَ الْغَافِلِينَ Allah Akbar. This hidayah, Allah Ta'ala is trying to guide us away from these two major things, our sins and our ghaflat. And most of us, we keep slipping in sin, and almost all of us, we slip in ghafla. Well, ghafla doesn't mean haram. Ghafla means halal. Halal recreation, halal entertainment, halal leisure, Halal pleasure, which has no connection to Allah Ta'ala at all. This is also in Quran called love. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran about which believers are successful. That aflaha, which believers are successful. That they turn away from this. They have no time for these things. Again, ba maqsad, ba maqsud. If they live a purposeful life, keeping in mind their goal is to please Allah SWT, they will get that goal. They will become pleasing to Allah Yes. <laughs> That's what Allah said when you get nafsa The whole purpose of life is to get this pleasure. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, وَرِضْوَانٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرٌ That getting this pleasure from Allah SWT is the single greatest thing in Jannah. The greatest thing in Jannah. It means ulama wrote that even greater than seeing Allah Ta'ala, even greater than ru'yat bari Ta'ala, the joy the person in Jannah will have when Allah Ta'ala tells them, I am pleased with you and I will be pleased with you forever. The joy they get in their heart when they learn that Allah is pleased with them, akbar, is even greater than the joy they get in their heart when they get to see Allah Ta'ala's beauty. That's how happy they will be. This is why Sahaba Ikram were so great. Allah Ta'ala gave him this joy in this world. Radiallahu anhum muradu an. For them also the order was changed. For nafsumutminna, radiyatam, first you please with Allah, mardiya, Allah is pleased with you. But for Sahaba Ikram, radiallahu anhum, Allah Ta'ala is pleased with them first, muradu an, and they're also pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. These, all these things I'm mentioning to you, Becoming pleasing to Allah Ta'ala, feeling kareeb to Allah Ta'ala, remembering the mayyad companionship of Allah Ta'ala, all of these things are missing in our life. That's why you feel distant. That's why we feel bait from Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. One Urdu poet used to say, Allah se kaisi duri, Allah se kaisi ghaflat. How can you live a life like that, that you're distant from Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala? How can you pray a salah like that, that you don't feel the qurb of Allah Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, in English, that make sajda and you get qurb. You make sajda and you get qurb. Very simple. One step. All you have to do to get qurb is one step you make sajda. Me and you make dozens of sajda a day. Dozens. Dozens of sajda. And we say we don't feel the qurb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it means something is wrong somewhere. This has to get fixed. It's not going to fix itself on its own. It's been going on for years. Allah Ta'ala sent Ramadan to fix us. How did Ramadan fix us? Ramadan made us feel that qurb by making us feel two feelings. First feeling we got in Ramadan was love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. In Ramadan a person started loving Allah Ta'ala. 
Although technically Allah Ta'ala was making us do something difficult. Allah Ta'ala was making us and mashallah for you that you have your 18 hour fast in UK. Huh? So it was difficult. You stay away from food and drink. But strange thing, you started loving Allah Ta'ala more. You were happy to do it. This is called love. Love means that you are happy to please your beloved. Love means that you happily obey your beloved. This is what shaitan didn't have. Sheikh Ashraf Ali Ramta, he wrote that Iblis, he was Abid, he was Alim, he was Arif, but he was an Ashik. He didn't love Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, so he didn't love pleasing Allah Ta'ala. He thought, should I make sajda or not? He thought first, no, lover doesn't think. So mean you did that, in Ramadan none of us thought, should I fast or not? Am I healthy or not? How many hours is not? 99% of the people fast, we didn't think. We had the sifat of sahab in Ramadan. We heard, we obeyed. We didn't think at all. Allah, you want me to fast? I fast. That's it. So actually this was love. The Arabs, they say, That the lover obeys their beloved. So we actually became the lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Ramadan. Then we had so much love. The second aspect of love is that you can never betray your beloved. You can never even imagine betraying your beloved. So this is the same thing with us. So when you were fasting in Ramadan, and it was time for Dhuhr, and it was June, July over here, and you made wudu, so there was water in your mouth. You could have taken a small swallow, no one would have known, right? But you weren't even tempted. It never even crossed the wildest range of your imagination that <laughs> that let me take a swallow. Why? Because you're a lover of Allah SWT. That's called love. That's called love that even though you have the opportunity to sin, you don't sin. Even though the sin is right there in your grasp and you can do it secretly and no one will ever know, even then you're not tempted slightly at all. That's called love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So look over here carefully. What does it mean? Same thing. Look at this. This is 24 hour access to sin. You have it with you all the time. You can do it secretly. No one will come to know. You can talk to Ghair Mehram. You can look at Ghair Mehram. You can sin. So the same way you have to be like you were in Ramadan. That even though it's so close, I'm not interested. I'm not tempted. You live in a society where you can look at your gaze. You can misdirect your gaze anytime you want. You have to be like you were in Ramadan. You're not tempted. Not interested. Because you're the lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The same way we got Qurb, we felt close to Allah Ta'ala in Ramadan, is the same way we will feel close now. It wasn't the fasting. It was the love for Allah Ta'ala. It was the love behind the fasting. So Ramadan is the month in which we get the feeling of love by fasting. Afterward, you're supposed to keep the feeling without the fasting. That was the job, was to keep the feeling without the fasting. Our problem is, was that we lost the feeling the second we lost the fasting. That was wrong. <laughs> The fasting was just a suburb. Was a zariya la'allukum tattakoon. Allah Ta'ala didn't say so you become hungry. It was so you get taqwa, you get qurb, you get love for Allah Ta'ala. Second feeling that we got in Ramadan that made us feel this closeness to Allah Ta'ala is called zikr. Why? Because every second we were fasting, we were aware, we remembered we were fasting. If I asked any of you, do you remember your fasting? You say, yes, of course. I say, you were driving, you remember your fasting? You say, yes. You were working, do you remember your fasting? You would have said, yes. I said, you're in a meeting, very intense meeting. Did you forget your fasting? You said, no, no, listen. All the time I know every second I'm aware that I'm fasting. So what it meant was that every second I'm aware that I'm fasting for Allah. So you're in a state of zikr. 
So you had love for Allah Ta'ala and you had zikr of Allah Ta'ala. These two things bring a person to qurb. They make a person feel close to Allah Ta'ala. Now it's not always going to be Ramadan. So if a person slipped, we went back into sin, we went back into ghaflat. So there's a process in our deen that is called tazkiyah. Tazkiyah means to purify our heart from sin. Tazkiyah means to occupy our heart in zikr. Tazkiyah means to stay away from ghafla. Tazkiyah means to feel love for Allah Ta'ala. Tazkiyah means to make zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Tazkiyah means to get that feeling of qurb again in your life. And I began, for those of you who came late, that getting this qurb is the true dream of a believer. The one real true dream and hope that we have is that we become the muqarrib of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We become the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to go through this path of tazkiyah. The mashayikh, they teach this tazkiyah. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu taught tazkiyah wa yuzakkihim. Allah Ta'ala told them it's not enough. ayatihi. You recite Quran to them. They're sahaba. It's still not enough. Wa yuzakkihim. You have to imprint this Quran on their heart. You have to purify them from ghaflat. You have to train them. And that is the sunnah model of tazkiyah has been continuing down. Tazkiyah is the second work of Nabuwa. First was Yatu Alayim Ayatihi. Second was Wayuzakihim. Third was Yu'allimuhum al Kitab. And fourth was to teach them Hikmah. So this work of Tazkiyah is part of our deen, part of the prescription of Quran, part of the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And if we find ourselves in sin and we find ourselves in ghafla, then we have to learn this tazkiyah. We have to practice this tazkiyah. We sit with mashayikh, listen to mashayikh, listen to bayan, listen to lecture, read the book so we get the love for Allah Ta'ala, love for Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in our heart. Then we ask them to teach us zikr, then guide us in zikr, then help us to make us feel that zikr. One thing is to make zikr with your tongue, and one thing is to feel the zikr with your heart. So our deen is about feelings. Look, in every relationship you want to have a heartfelt relationship. How would you like to have a heartless relationship that your son is heartless with you, your spouse is heartless with you, your friend is heartless with you, your neighbor is heartless with you? You say, that's not a relationship. Relationship is heartfelt, that there should be feelings. So the most important relationship is the ab, the rab relationship, our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that has to become a heartfelt relationship. So the mashayikh of tazkiyah, they teach us how to bring the heart back into deen. They teach us how to get the feelings of deen. So there are the words of deen, that's alfaz. There's the meanings of deen, that's ilm. And then there's the feelings of deen, that's called tazkiyah. Like Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, Ar-Rahman, fas'al bihi khabira. Ar-Rahman, he teaches us his name, that he's Ar-Rahman. We know the meaning of Ar-Rahman means Allah is all merciful. But if you want to know in your heart, how should that make me feel that Allah Ta'ala is Ar-Rahman, fas'al, you must go ask someone. You can't read and research this on your own. Allah Ta'ala gives command, fas'al bihi khabira. That there will be some people who are khabir, who are deeply aware and informed. Khub khabar rakhne wale. They know what it means that Allah Ta'ala is ar-Rahman. So you have to find them, you have to sit with them, you have to ask them, you have to present your heart state to them, that I pray Salah, I don't feel it, I can't control my gaze, I don't remember Allah Ta'ala at work, I can't control my tongue, I have a problem with anger. Just like you have any physical illness, you go to the doctor and you tell them yourself, these are my symptoms, these are my pains, these are my problems, these are my difficulties. And the doctor's job is to give you a prescription, to work with you, to give you a cure, 
mentoring program. Just like that, the teachers, the tazkiyah, they're like the spiritual doctors of the ummah. When you go to them and tell them the difficulty you're having, it's their duty to help and guide you to get this taqwa, to get the qurb of Allah Ta'ala back. All of that is called tazkiyah. May Allah Ta'ala accept us for every branch of deen, for every reality of deen. May He put the true feelings of true mu'mineen in our heart. May He soften our heart and fill our heart with love for Him and take out all the unlawful love for Ghamihram, unlawful love for dunya, unlawful love for ourselves, and put in our heart love for Allah Ta'ala, love for Quran, love for deen Islam, love for Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and fill our heart with dhikr and take out, take us out from ghafla. May Allah Ta'ala accept us for this path of tazkiyah wa akhir da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin